0: Now to back to some sports news, Super Rugby Opaki squad namings have been rolling out today with some surprises but also some glaring omissions due to a sevens scheduling clash. The Opaki competition, which consists of the Blues, Chiefs Manawa, Hurricanes Baywa, and Christchurch-based Matatu, will be played over five weekends early next year. I spoke to our rugby reporter Joe Porter just as we heard this morning's squad announcements.
1: Yeah, well, the Hurricanes Polar have named their team for next year for the competition in 2023. Slightly expanded, 10 matches instead of six this time round. A bit of a blow for them, though. They're without last year's captain, Sarah Hidney. Of course, Black Ferns World Cup winning loose forward and, of course, the Black Ferns Sevens Olympic gold medalist. Now, it is her Sevens commitments that means she's been ruled out of next year's Super Rugby Opiki competition. So a glaring omission in the Hurricanes side for next year, losing their captain and a World Cup star. Unfortunately, the Canada Sevens Tournament, part of the World Series, clashes with the second round of Super Rugby Opiki in 2023, effectively ruling her out of the competition now. This will be interesting to see as the other squads are named too because the likes of Stacey Flula, Ruby Tui who of course won World Rugby's Breakthrough 15's Player of the Year this year. Those players may not be available for their sides either if they are picked for that New Zealand 7's team to play in the World Series. So a blow there with some scheduling clashes looks like Opiki could be without some of its top stars.
0: And Matatu announced this morning as well.
1: Yeah, mother to announce, they've got a Canada lock, Cindy Nellis, the hero from Canterbury's 2020 Palmer Cup triumph. She's one of eight new faces in their squad. Um, she's a former ice hockey, football and volleyball player and has played in 19 tests for Canada uh, and moved to New Zealand in 2018. So she's someone to look out for. Um, they've also got another new recruit in Sarah Nakama. She's Fij- Fijian heritage. to play for the Waratahs in the women's super rugby competition over there. And she's a former Wallaroos player. She faced the Black Ferns in their World Cup opener at Eden Park last month so a couple of, of, of a big pickups for Mother Two.
0: With that sevens clash and we've got two other squads yet to be announced so they may be in those but unlikely to be so that's a glaringly big hole for Opaki. Opaki has already copped a lot of criticism around the short season and, and messy yep. contract process so is this a missed opportunity?
1: Quite possibly. Uh, it's difficult to say at this point exactly what the reasoning was behind the scheduling of the Opiki competition. I imagine that was the window they had already been set on, the Canada Sevens. Um, look, it's just unfortunate that in the women's game in New Zealand, our very best Super Rugby 15s players are often our very best Sevens players as well. In the men's game, they seem, tend to have separated out a little bit more, um, but they haven't in the women's game. So, look, it's just an unfortunate clash. We're still going to have the likes of Joda Wu, Aisha Leti Linger, Crystal Murray playing for the Hurricanes, of course Aroha Savage a former World Cup winner coming in to fill that leadership hole left by Sarah Hideney so there's still going to be lots of Black Ferns World Cup winners within the Opeki competition it's just a shame we're going to miss some of those Sevens women who of course were stars during the 15s World Cup as well Stacey Flula was my player of the tournament
0: Absolutely I reckon Crystal Murray for me
1: Yeah and look how cool is it that she's come down to the Hurricanes this year and that's one thing I guess that's kind of exciting about these squad namings is that because Opeki was only in its inaugural competition last year it was only a one year long competition thing they weren't sure if they were. have a second season, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They were only signed for one year. These players, so we're going to see, I think, a fair bit of movement within these squads up and down the country, um, with players, you know, obviously putting their hands up and 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 demanding and commanding attention from other squads. So we've seen Crystal Murray already move from the Blues down to the Hurricanes. We may see some other star players move around too. So it could be interesting to see where the spread of talent goes this season.
0: Mm, absolutely. And just quickly on some positive news, what have we been seeing in those uh, rugby awards over in Monaco?
1: Yeah, so far, and I haven't actually caught up with the very latest, so I hope there hasn't been (laughs) any more (laughs) updates. But, of course, the Black Ferns, you know, are doing very well to be nominated in several categories. They've already had a couple of winners there. The Black Ferns coach, Wayne Smith, has been named coach of the year. Ruby Tui, what a standout performer, both on and off the field. The Black Ferns wing, she's been named the 15s women's breakthrough player of the year, beating out some some high-level candidates, of course. And now we're, of course, waiting for the big one, which is the women's 15s player of the year, Portia Woodman and Ruahe Demont uh, up for that award. So that will be the big one, the top prize for the Women's Player of the Year. Waiting to see hopefully which of those two Blackburns players wins that. They're up against a Canadian, an English woman and a French woman. So hopefully winning that World Cup proves that they come out on top. I think my inkling says Ruahe for that one.